Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I am Peter and that is Tara and we are going to talk about Chernobyl episode 3, I almost said season 1 but it's not season 1 because it's a miniseries, <laughs> episode mm-hmm. 3 is called Open Wide O Earth and uh, full spoilers for the episode as always of course and you're thinking, man Connor's changed a lot since that last review, That's this is really <laughs> weird. Uh, but Connor wasn't feeling it, as you know, he was, was not super positive and but generally just wasn't having that much fun with it. I mean, fun is maybe not the right word. No one's having fun with it, but uh, he wasn't into it. So Tara was watching anyway, and she's obviously already a contributor on several of our of our shows now. So Tara opted in. So before we talk about anything else, Tara, your thoughts on the first couple of episodes, just briefly. Oh, I think it's an incredible miniseries so far. I'm I'm so sucked into it. It has got its claws deep into my skin. Like I am, I, I, I knew so little about Chernobyl. <laughs> so if mm-hmm. you're hoping for an expert, I'm not it. I am definitely learning as the show is going along. But uh, I basically only knew that I thought it was a meltdown, mm-hmm. but it turns out it's not. It's an explosion. <laughs> no, I mean it's <laughs> that's event- all I really do about it. It's eventually melting down, but yeah, that wasn't the. Well, that's what yeah. they were talking about, but I don't know if it happens or not. Um, and I know that because humans have abandoned that whole area, that wildlife has flourished. Um, that's basically all I knew about Chernobyl, embarrassingly enough. And I am so invested. I think this show is great. I think they it's really well-performed, directed. I don't care that the accents are different <laughs> because the story that they're telling is so compelling. <laughs> So yeah, thumbs up. I'm into it. Excellent. Do you know, I'm a little bit taken aback by that little minute there because, mm. let's be honest, recording with Connor, I forgot what passion looks like and <laughs> there was passion in that. So if I feel like I'm in shock or can't, can't operate properly, like like I'm, I'm, I'm a loss for words. Expecting? Yeah. Were you expecting, eh? <laughs> eh. It's all right. <laughs> eh. I don't see what other people see. (laughs) (laughs) I really enjoy your reviews with Connor. Like, I I genuinely do. I love the chemistry between you two. But sometimes he can be a real bum. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, it depends if he's into it or not. Like, sometimes he's just a a moody prick about things. But uh, I think this miniseries is gold. Yeah. And I'm really, like, every... Every week, I'm looking forward to it. So. No, I think it's fantastic. I I, I was praising the first two episodes, uh, nail biting, and then the, the last point I want to make here, and you kind of answered it, but I just want to clarify one thing: you weren't mm-hmm. aware then of what the explosion would have been had it went off. No, I not at all. And when they every time they describe something that just sounds mm. so unbelievable and dire, I'm just like the sense of overwhelming dread i go through like even though this is in the past and i know that it didn't explode at that level obviously yeah i still i'm feeling it with them because that information coming out at the time must have been so devastating and just the amount of panic that is behind everyone's eyes even though they're trying to compose themselves Mm. because that's what you do in soviet (laughs) times (laughs) is uh yeah. Yeah, you'd have to be really a really it. ignorant American if you weren't aware that half of Europe was in an irradiated, irradiated wasteland. If I can say that properly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you. you create... I'm definitely an ignorant American. Yeah. Though. You, you create just <laughs> a wasteland now. It's, it's basically just like the video game Fallout. There's nothing. <laughs> that's all it is though, uh, which obviously not true. But I'll just you know, I, like, 
so yeah, episode three picks up exactly where episode two left off. We we start in those tunnels with the with the, the three brave men who went down there to try and drain the water, and they succeed actually. They they get there and they come out, and it's it's like I think what stuck to me about that. Obviously, it's tense while they're down there, but when they come back out, like and people start clapping, it's like oh, we're all proud of you. I'm like yeah, they've got like a week of like just misery ahead of them. <laughs> like oh, I know. Especially when we see what happens later on with the oh, yeah. firefighters and stuff, which because, we'll get into. But like, yeah, because it's like uh, I think when the episode starts, like four or five days since the explosion, right? Because it goes up at the start. Says, I think it's day four. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. But it, it it goes through time a couple of days. I think by the end of the episode, we're maybe six days, maybe. Yeah. Um. Uh, so it, it puts us right in that timeline where the firefighters who were at the scene. We see them again in the hospital, and it's funny because early on in the episode, when when uh, the the wife um, uh, Ignatenko goes goes up to see him, and she bribes her way into the hospital. No, I've got permission. I want to see him, and mm-hmm. this is this is a, such a like that show is so good at making me uncomfortable because I know what's happening that the the characters are not aware of. Is she's told before she goes in, okay, you can go in and see him, but do not touch him. Whatever you do. Yeah. Do not and the first thing and she they does her if she's pregnant and she says no she says which i believed her at the time because i had no reason to you know suspect no, otherwise. I, they, they talked about her being pregnant in the did first they? episode oh you did, maybe, yeah. yeah you're right okay you're, you're totally right i completely forgot about that um i actually just took her, her word here until later when she said we're going to have a baby and i went shit you stupid woman get away from him right now uh but the first thing well, that... i mean i don't think she's stupid though like okay no, I, I, she didn't take them seriously but at the same time like who who knew what kind of effects radiation has i'm being hyperbolic for comedy sake tara please <laughs> I know. I'm saying I don't blame her. I, I'm sure a lot of people watching will blame her. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Like, yeah, if she, if she had a clear understanding of what it would do to the baby, potentially, uh, which something I'm sure we'll find out <laughs> in future episodes. And yeah. I don't know what her story is. I know that in the book where she like had a, like her story was told, uh, Voices of Chernobyl, I think it's called, uh, I know that the story is pretty rough, so I'm expecting bad things, but uh, I don't need to know. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with, with the show teaching me this story yeah. as we go, but <laughs> Um, I'm sure if she knew exactly what the risk was here, she probably wouldn't have done. But she's told explicitly, "Do not touch him." And the first thing they do is hug. And even though it's this sweet, you know, it's the husband and wife reuniting and they're, they're loving. I'm sitting there going, "This is horrific. Stop it! You're killing your it wife. Is. You're literally killing yeah. your wife right now. Well, Stop it." Well, that's the it. thing. Like he looks fine, you know. Like he looks yeah. like he's got like maybe bad sunburn and, and some blistering, and that's about it. And she's. And and her argument was, well, the nurses go in there all the time, so how mm. bad can it really be? Not realizing that they're probably all, right, all accepting that they're they're reducing their lifespans considerably by by being around yeah. them. Um, because that's the thing when when they do die, they, they they don't just put them in regular coffins. They they are welding them shut. That was really that was really something to see. And they're and bur- then they pour the cement on top yep. of it. Like it, this is not a traditional funeral. No, they're they're this b- is, buried in We concrete. need to do this to protect us. <laughs> Yes, this is to keep the radiation because their bodies are radioactive and that ain't going away for a long time. So they're they're getting buried in concrete. Can we just talk about the bodies? I know it's like the end of the episode, but oh my god, the way they show the firemen Mm -hmm. and their their skin is almost it looks transparent, but it's just so just covered in boils to the point where like 
it's just nothing but red and white and then the center of the face is blackened oh, it's and horrific. they don't look human they look like like their skin's been removed it, it, it's horrific and then you even see uh the atlov again uh when when uh ilana goes to see him and we'll talk about that scene properly later but like even he does you know, i didn't recognize him at first because his mustache is gone because that was his one like trait that was the thing i recognized yeah. him before and she said his name and i'm like oh man his hair's just gone like <laughs> it's just all like it's just gone and yeah and he's got like this weird skin color like it's yeah. it's a pale white but it looks unnatural yeah and it's uh yeah that's also very effective but Most... seeing and comparing what we saw to what um Legislav describes what happens with well, radiation poisoning that, that, earlier is, yeah no this is the thing this is what i was going to talk about he doesn't describe it earlier he describes it after not, maybe not after all of it but See the scene where she goes After and sees her husband. Him and he looks yeah, like he's and he looks fine. And we think, yeah. oh, he looks like he's actually going to be okay. And I, I didn't think he was. I just assumed the real pain hadn't kicked in yet. But it's really neat that later in the episode, uh, you know, Boris says to him, "Hey, can you tell me in detail what happens with radiation poisoning? What what, what are these people going through?" And he's like, "Well, at first it would be this, and uh, it would be like burns, but then bizarrely it'll almost be like they're healing. Like, they'll be healthy almost for like a day, maybe." And then it gets worse. And then and then the, their cells just decompose yeah. and their blood vessels open up like like size. Like, oh gosh. Yeah. I, the like, description really, really like obviously made what, me feel ill. What he says is more accurate, but when I was a kid and I was explaining what radiation did to you, uh, it was always described to me as your organs will melt. That was how it was described. And it's just effectively what he's describing in a way. It's not, it's not yeah, accurate. Yeah, he says but, your organs like start to decompose or something because they're not getting the proper... Yeah your your immune system is just attacking everything until it shuts down because it's overwhelmed and then it causes your organs to shut down and just start to rot like yeah and it's, it's it sounds in, like the most painful way to die oh yeah it sounds because that's the, the last thing he says is that and this is all horrifically painful and you can't get morphine you can't get anything to dull the pain and the pain will be yeah. horrific uh, and then he's like well what about us <laughs> because he knows that he's yeah, that danger. would have been my first question too. Yeah. So, uh... And he's like, well, yeah, we've not had the same doses that they have. We've had a, a sustained dose because we've been sticking around, but uh, we, we'll, you know, eventually get cancer and, you know, or either cancer or something. I don't remember what the other one was, but he's like, but either way, it's fatal. We're, we're going to die from this. Right. It's just going to take a while. And that scene where he's reunited with his wife and you're saying like, yeah, it's kind of sweet, but it's also kind of horrific. And I, I love like, I love this the score of it where it doesn't let you ever lift that sense of dread. Like even though he looks like he's healing, they still focus on all the parts where she's touching. Yeah. Or like all the parts like he grabs the back of her hair. It was the and same stuff, and you're like, well that hair is gone. <laughs> it was the same with um the first episode. I I talked a lot about how the camera always focused on where the particles were going, like where the dust or where the smoke or yeah. where whatever. Like and I think this yeah. episode again, and the, all the episodes to an extent, have really focused on okay, anyone who is radioactive in some way, like what are they touching? What what you know? Who are they coming in contact with? All these different mm -hmm. things, and that stuff is like really well done, and you're always ultra like hyper aware of it. And yeah, you say like you say the music in this scene, it does this high pitch kind of sound, and it's like. You know mm -hmm. these higher pitched. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if they're quite violins, but it's not a pleasant sound. It's not letting you enjoy the the romantic sort of reunion. It's saying 
and it, but it's not doing horror movie music either. It's doing this sort of thing in between where it's like, this is like kind of bittersweet and and terrifying. It, it's almost like like you're watching uh, or hearing like a transference of the radiation too. Like it's going mm. from one thing to a, then another person. I it's almost like you're hearing her get the poisoning through his radiation. It's it's kind of it's. I hate to bring it up here, but it's kind of like the episode of Star Trek. <laughs> um, both the original series with the naked time and the TNG with the naked now, whenever they do the transference of the, of the disease, you hear this little chime sound because diseases make noises when it does, <laughs> when it transfers, obviously. All right, I'm done. I'm done with the Star Trek. Well, hi, before you move on, what type of show is Star Trek? Oh, the hit television show? <laughs> if you're going to steal my thing and do it with Star Trek, do it properly. <laughs> I doubt I'll ever bring up Star Trek on Chernobyl again. But it did remind me of that. All right. Because the violence kicked in. Who, like, who in the comments? He, like, started touching her. Who in the comments wants to make a bet that somewhere in episode four or five will somehow get a Star Trek reference? Who wants to make that bet? <laughs> And for the record, I have been very respectful to this show, and I have not made any Buffy references. I, I mean, you saw my hesitance, right, when I was about to bring it up. Like, I don't want to do because this because I'm a classy broad, so I did not do it. <laughs> <laughs> that look was worth it. <laughs> it was worth it. All right. Um, so no, all this stuff is really good, and. It's really well, really effective, and what I like about the way they've structured this miniseries is that it kind of introduces a new problem each episode. Because this episode, they go, they go, go back to the, you know, is it the Kremlin they're going to? I'm, I'm not actually sure if they're going to the Kremlin or not, but they're going to see uh, Gorbachev, and you know, there's this meeting of the of the, the generals and whatnot and officials, and mm-hmm. you know. Boris is like, I want to give them the good news. Right, we've averted the the thermal explosion. That's not going to happen. Uh, we're making so, remember so- that really huge, terrible thing that we said was yeah. imminent. We took care of that. Yeah. So we're still the greatest. So, solid <laughs> efforts, and everyone who's involved is a noble, noble Soviet. We should be proud of them. Uh, heroes, and everyone like claps. And he's like, and now you know, uh, Doctor Legazov, he's going to tell you the bad news. <laughs> that's not what he says, but that's essentially what the scene is. Right, which is which is horrible because I think Gorbachev now only sees Legasov as the bearer of bad news. Mm. Something that he like he's gonna he hates every time that he has to say something now, and that you know shows up later when he has to make the phone call, and Legasov interrupts and says what he wants to say, and Gorbachev or Gorbachev is like, no, I don't want to hear it. That's not why you're there. You're there just to get done what needs to get done yeah. not to and give me advice or something worth mentioning at that point he, the reason why he's listening in and he wants to speak up is because the evacuation radius is nowhere near big enough right he's they like, said 30 kilometers and it yeah. should be he says we already that. detected radiation 250 kilometers away that can be fatal so yeah 
<laughs> why is that not at least the minimum yeah because yeah. he, he, he kind of because he, he, he gets he, he opens up and like properly rants at uh boris about it he's like what so this is just some arbitrary decision by some you know career politician who doesn't understand what they're doing or why they're doing it uh, he's like careful mm. i'm a i'm a career politician but it's like he's right though <laughs> these people should not be making these decisions so flippantly uh, and that was a big part of the first episode was just being angry at how they were trying to cover everything up like every step of the way and not accept what was going on um but yeah so so the, so the new problem though is like okay but now we have like a long fight ahead of us with the rest of it and it's like well we have to do this and i think in this scene it sounds a lot more dead certain that it's going to contaminate the water supply like it's, you know, it's going to go into the river and it's going to lead to this and like this is 50 million people's water supply is going to be contaminated and unusable and all of the livestock and stuff like that for all, all that space going to be unusable and then later it's actually later on in the episode after we've actually recruited the miners and all that that he's, he's talking with uh, uh yulana and he's he, he admits that it's like a 40 to 50 percent chance that it'll happen so theoretically all these miners who they send down there to do this job might 400 be of them they said yeah 400 might be sacrificing themselves essentially for nothing because it might not happen that was heartbreaking to hear but at the same time i don't blame them because i'm like well if it might happen <laughs> it has to be you know the consequences of this happening are cataclysmic right <laughs> so i mean in the last episode they he asked permission to send three people to their death and that was a really difficult thing for him to ask yeah and in this in this episode he's essentially asking for 400 but he doesn't even need to ask at this point because gorbachev has already said already said well whatever you need get it done yeah because i actually really loved all the minor stuff in this episode i love oh my god like, the the lean miner guy yeah. is my favorite character because <laughs> they, they show up at this because they're all just drinking the you know it's the time off or whatever right and they're they're at the mine but they're up in the bar that they've got and you know the, the head of uh was it coal works or something like that it was ministry of coal works or something whatever his title was this politician yeah ministry up. of coal or something yeah and he's like all right he's got he's got two like soldiers with him with guns and he's like right order the state you have to come with me everyone get on your on these buses and he's like they, just, they don't even like flinch he's like we're not moving unless we know yeah. why or where we're moving to and yeah. he's like you go to chernobyl are you familiar with what's going on up there <laughs> and they're like uh-huh he's like what do we need to do because it because the guy knows that it's going to pollute the water supply for millions of people but he doesn't know what the plan is he doesn't know what they're actually going to be doing and he's like like they didn't yeah. tell me anymore because i don't need to know any more than that um but there's this great scene at the end where as they all walk they, they all accept they're going to the buses but as they're walking past them they all like touch them with their hand because they're all covered in you know coal they're all filthy and this yeah. guy who's in a clean suit by the end of it is like his face and his suit are all just covered in soot and he's just cause, and one of them says in the way back like after like you know the first 10 people is like now you're the ministry of coal <laughs> now you look yeah, like now it. now you look like it yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I love it i love also this is kind of brought up um like this coal mine, this coal miner guy is so straightforward and in, he's very intimidating and you can tell he doesn't take bullshit. And then they, they bring that up after like even Boris, who's a very intimidating guy, um, says to Legislav, don't bullshit him. Like these coal miners, they don't, they'll know if they're being bullshit yeah, and they continue to prove that throughout this episode it's right. is that every time Legislav tries to give him an answer that he thinks will comfort him yeah he sees right through it he's like it's, well, it's why right. does it matter if we need to make it 20 feet versus 10 if we're going to be exposed in the surface anyway because like, it's right what's... 
it's right before he comes in for that scene where he says to Boris, I don't like lying, right? Because he looks kind of worried and Boris is like, well, what's up with you? He's like, I don't like this lying, I can't take it. And he's like, don't lie. And this is the first time you've ever heard Boris say don't lie because he he's all about yeah. covering things up. He's all about the company lying and, you know, what, what yeah. they're supposed to say. And he comes in and the guy's like, if these masks work, you'd be wearing them. And what's the point of doing the safety? Because while we're up here, we're all yet breathing in anyway, right? So, and that's it. And yeah. you know, the problem solvers, you know, they're working in the mines and it's a shame Connor isn't here for this episode because he'd have loved this scene where they're all walking around naked. This, this would have been his favourite. Um, <laughs> Just to remind you that it's HBO. Yeah. Just to remind you it's HBO. And they're letting it flap yeah, around. Nudity. Yeah, they're, they're flapping around like nobody's business. And I love like, I love it. I love the 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 lead co-miner guy again just walking up this dick out just going right up to the guys in charge like yeah you guys didn't give us fans it's hot as balls down there so we're just not going to wear them like how much protection is like a paper uniform anyway yeah and they're like yeah not that much <laughs> yeah because they bring they bring uh, them down there because like oh the miners are doing something they shouldn't be doing sirs and they bring them down to see them and they're all naked uh, yeah, and the guy just exp- yeah, and the guy just explains <laughs> it as that, and like I love just how confident and casual everyone is about. It. Like it's like no, this is serious. We have to get this done. It doesn't matter. Like put your bullshit aside. Let's just get it on with it. <laughs> yeah, um, record time apparently too. Yeah, we worked yeah. just around the clock and got it done. Yeah, because they've got six weeks, um, and that's why they need four hundred men. Because because at first it's like okay, you've got a hundred from this first batch, and he's like, sure, we can do this, and he's like, how when do you need it? But done by because uh, he says oh like will, will it actually melt through he's like no if you do it in six weeks he's like well in that case i need 400 men <laughs> i need more yeah <laughs> um, and it, like it it's just it's really impressive and it's like it like do you know what i like about it is i like that you know there's a really honest point when and then like, that, that naked scene i don't know what else to call it the naked scene uh where he's up talking to him and he's like when we're done here will we be taken care of and there's an awkward pause and boris says i don't know I love that scene. And you know why also is because every time it's Boris Legazov and the head minor guy who I wish I knew his name, but I don't. Um, whenever they're he's asking questions to them, it's always Legazov that gives an answer. And this I think this is the first time Boris gives him an answer. And it's just the straight up truth. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was almost expecting him to say, "I'll, tr- you know, I'll, I'll do what I can to make sure it happens or something." You know, I was just like, "Like, I don't know." Me too. But I will and try. It never happened. But he never did. He just like, no, I just don't know, and that that was it. Um, and he accepts it. Yeah. So like, no, it's uh, great scenes. Great scenes. He's such a great character, and but I think what I love most about him and the miners in general is that they're tough as nails. They don't take shit from anyone, but they just accept that this is their duty. They just accept that they have to do this. Yeah. There's no fighting. It's still no... another type of like patriotism, yeah. which is so evident in this show so far. Like how important this was. Like you just did it because it was your duty to your to your land. Yeah. No, it's very heroic. I mean, like I can't imagine being told I need to go and like basically sacrifice myself because if I don't, millions of people will die. <laughs> like, I'd like to think I would do it. Logically, I should, but I don't know if I've got that in me. How could I know that? I mean, if anybody stops to really think about it, they probably wouldn't, but I don't think they do. I think they just accept that that's what it is, and that's what they have to do. Yeah, I think you have to be hit with the shock that this is really happening, it's really going to happen. You know, like you, you have to... 
be hit with that. I, I, yeah, if you're just sitting around and theorizing, of course you're in the back of your head going, like, yeah, I don't think I could do that. <laughs> like, I don't think I can make that choice. Yeah, plus, I mean, apart from the people who are nuclear physicists, people don't really know exactly what the consequences are because it's an mm. invisible enemy. That's why um, the woman with her husband, like, like, she hears the warnings and she says, okay, and then ignores them because she has no point of reference to yeah. what this actually means. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's great stuff. Um, although I like to think the miners, at least the head miner, like, maybe he doesn't know exactly what radiation does, but he knows, like, again, seeing through the bullshit, he knows that this isn't just a minor thing. No, no, no pun intended. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I want points for not making any jokes about them getting a bunch of kids, all right? Look, miners... Did you say, like, 400 naked miners? <laughs> <laughs> Because the word minor and minor sound the exact same in my accent, all right? <laughs> it's a really easy joke to make. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I loved all, this, all the minor stuff. I really did. Uh, mm, it, it, it was just a, it was a different type of character we've not had on the series yet. Um, it was another example of yeah. people being heroic. I mean, these may not even be the best people day to day that you've ever met in your life, but they're all doing this. They're all willing to do this. And, you know... What, yeah. what, what can you say about They all hero? get on those buses. Yeah, they all get on those buses. And they, they seem to have a, at least a vague enough idea of what that means. Maybe not exact details, but they all know this is not good. And they all know that they're not, they're not going to be healthy. Yeah. So it's really good. And the other thing is, Ilana uh, gets arrested by the KGB because uh, Ligazov actually kind of trusting her now like actually and again uh, we talked last week about how she's not a real person and i didn't have time to listen to the podcast this week uh, i was just too busy today to like, squeeze that in as well uh but um last week in the podcast uh, you know i learned about her she, she's not a real person but she was kind of like a there to represent all the other scientific voices so the idea that they've got her trying to investigate why it happened because this was another really good point i liked where legazov says we have to understand why this happened because if we don't it'll happen again yeah um, and they, they they can't figure it out these, these you know these two physicists they just can't figure it out and she goes and interviews a couple of people Dadlov won't talk to her and he's and something he says to her that really stuck me as well go and interview them while they're alive because they're not going to be alive yeah. much longer you have to do this now yeah. and the one thing that she gets is like they they two of them two are now dead by the end of the episode confirm that they actually shut the reactor down they hit the the, the button whatever it was called to shut it down. And that's when it exploded. And that doesn't make sense to the physicists. They don't understand this, but she believes them. It sounds like like they're telling the truth. So yeah. So now she's tasked with kind of trying to figure this out. Like, why did this happen? Um, right. Yeah, that was really effective. And then, of course, we see... Um, well, we sort of see... We see what happens to one of the physicists who was in the, was in the plant when it exploded... Mm. And I think Dialov didn't actually go outside and look like he was indoors the whole time. So I think he looks the healthiest. But the other two guys, he said, no, go check it out. Go, go investigate. And I think uh, one of them was the one that she got most of the information from that we saw his body the whole time. And the other one that she goes and gets the confirmation from about that. We don't see his face. And she just describes later to Legislav that his face was gone. And I guess that's the one who had to look into the core. That sounds right. That does sound right. 
and oof, like and HBO, like when they did the makeup for for this, I mean, they really nailed like the horror of what it is that it looks like the pain just emanating through the makeup. Like it looks incredible what they've done. And the fact that they didn't even show this guy's face means it was even gorier than that is uh, you only get like her reactions to it was uh, was pretty effective, I thought. Yeah, I wonder I wonder the choice there in terms of like, is it just that horrific? We don't want to show it. Is it because we want to leave it to your imagination or I mean, honestly, given what they've been willing to show in this show so far, I feel I. I feel like it probably is just that it's so goddamn horrific that we just don't want to put that on a screen. Like it's just it could be. Yeah, it's just it, too it much. It could be that they like they didn't want to they didn't want to be they didn't want it, that image to be what he what the last thing you saw him as. Mm. Maybe just out of respect for him because it was so horrific. Yeah, maybe. Um but yeah. I like that she never looks at him. Like you you can see it in the in the background you see her you see the guy but not his face and then she's like looking straight ahead at the wall the whole time yeah yeah uh did the reactor go near you because you, you're looking very orange all of a sudden <laughs> i know <laughs> just roll with it <laughs> um, radioactive right now. yeah radioactive you're an imagine dragon song right now um so yeah, no, the, the episode was really good. I think what it's really done is that each episode, like the first episode is the disaster itself and the initial sort of like what's going on. The second episode is, okay, well, well the first half is like putting out the fire. Second half is, oh shit, it's going to blow. It's going to be a thermonuclear explosion. And then, but the first chunk of this episode, oh, that's that's been dealt with. But now there's a new problem. It's going to kill all these things and damage the water supply, blah, blah, blah. And, but the... the it's evolved very nicely each episode and i do think there's going to be some time jumps in the sense that i i think we're going to see this baby i i think we're going to i've not see at least did you see the coming up next time i did not because she looks more pregnant yeah so we must jump ahead more and it makes sense that we jump ahead more as the further we go along the story because obviously the first like week is so packed of things to 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 do because like, right. so much initial reaction, so much was going on, uh, but it makes sense that you know it'll take because I presume we'll get to maybe towards the end of where the the the, the mining digging situation you know that that whole project I assume we'll get to roughly the end of that next episode at least if not a bit more but um yeah it's it's fascinating. It really is. Well, yeah, I, I, I assume that they're going to go to the end of at least when they, because the the plan is to install a superheater, not mm-hmm. like a, I think it's a superheater, it's something to do with refrigeration, so- which I should know because I used to work on. Um, but yeah, they're going to basically remove it, it's an air conditioning unit, and they have to get all the liquid nitrogen in all of the soviet <laughs> yeah I was, I was going to say it's the opposite it's a super cooler if i think because it's liquid nitrogen uh i don't think so i think it i think it's really? super yeah that is a that is an element of refrigeration they never said that in this episode though i don't think they did say coolant something or something coolant well that's what the liquid nitrogen is sure mm-hmm. i'm just going i'm just going by the terminology in the episode that's all i'm going by <laughs> i'm sure you know more but that's what i do you, you definitely do <laughs> I actually do, uh, but it's been about 10 years since I worked on refrigeration units, but yeah, well, 
in any case. <laughs> um, but that they said, you know, you got to dig the tunnels and then install that. And that whole thing is going to take many weeks. So I assume by the time we start the next episode, that'll be done. So we're at least mm. going to be a few more weeks ahead. Yeah. And then they talked about setting up a, like a, a site around it. So it's like, you know, restricted and all that. And they, it was like, yeah, it's going to take thousands of men to like build all this shit. And, you know, depending on what they're doing, how close they are, they're all going to be getting various amounts of radiation. So Again, the idea of more sacrifice and all these extra things, and uh, yeah, you know, so it, it's really horrific, it, and it does a really good job of, of 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 conveying that almost the entire time. I just have this constant sense of dread anytime someone's, and I think as we go further away from it, there is definitely going to be more of a a shift to the investigation and blame and sort of what led to the opening scene of the first episode, because uh, you know the the actual touching and fear of like passing on radiation. Mm-hmm. Well, won't, I don't imagine we'll be there as much at the end of the story because we'll have moved away from it and we'll, it'll be more about just the, the effects years later and what's going on and things like that. But Well, I know we get... I did see in the next episode, like the coming up on next time, uh, that we get more of Lakeslav and it looks like he has his mustache. Back. Oh, really? Okay. So... Mm-hmm. All right. So we're definitely having a time jump next episode then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he didn't have one this time. He definitely did not, know. Um... And as we should probably mentioned, did the I Kate... say Legislav? Dyatlov. Dyatlov. Oh, Dyatlov had his mustache back. Yeah. Oh, I assumed he was as good as dead. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Dyatlov is is living for a bit. Um, well, he never he never went outside. He he went he stayed in that that one area. He sent the other two guys out sure. and then went into that bunker. Oh, sure. I'm still surprised he was still sick because he threw up by the end of the first episode. Yeah, but I am surprised that he's living long enough to grow a mustache back. To be honest. Me too, uh, but I don't really know how radiation works. Sure, sure. Um, I'm just I'm just going by everyone else <laughs> in the show. Um, yeah. But yeah, so so no, uh, still very good. It's done a good job of sort of basically pacing out what the core story beats are, so that each episode feels like it advances in a nice significant chunk. It's very well paced in that sense. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you know the, the great direction still there, the great music still there. And the performances. Uh, we should just briefly mention the KGB were following uh, Legazov and Boris, and apparently KGB were following them too because it's a c- circle of accountability. I believe. I loved it. Phrase. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I, so the people at the bar in the hotel. Yes. When they asked him, they were KGB. I think that's what it was. That's what it was saying. Yeah. Okay. So they were almost testing him if he would warn them. <laughs> yeah. So, so I bet he's glad he didn't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bet he's glad. So no, that is episode three of Chernobyl. Uh, clearly, we're digging it a lot. So uh, let us know what you thought of the episode in the comments below. You can like and subscribe and all that stuff. You can get us on the Twitters at Mail underscore Fudge for channel updates. And if you want to support us, Tara will tell you how you do that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, if you like what we do, you can go to patreon.com slash TV where you can donate as little as a dollar a month. And with that extra dollar, you get extra content. You get um, some shows you get a week early, including uh, the Star Trek shows that, that both Connor and Pete do together. Highly recommend those. Um, you also get extra bonus episodes of a show Peter and I do together called The Ace, the Atomic Cinema Podcast. Um where we just review science fiction films. A lot of fun. 
I love how you've got the E word wrong so many times. You just called it the Atomic Cinema Podcast there, just so it sounded natural. I like that. <laughs> the, I like eighth, that. the Atomic He's... Cinema Experiment. Yeah, but no, it sounded more confident. I'm always afraid I'm gonna mess it up. Yeah, it sounded <laughs> more confident. Great. I was, I was okay. Uh, I was just, I was giggling with myself in the middle because like, because you were doing doing the outro, but I, I just, I was sort of looking at you and your camera, and I was like, that's that's looks like the effect they use when someone's on like a like a really warm planet. Yeah, <laughs> and it's maybe like this is otherworldly, like warm, and like there's like three suns yeah. and shit. <laughs> this is the the effect of the day the Earth caught fire. Yes, an episode that, of the Ace that you can listen to that Peter and I did recently. Yes, check exactly. it out. Check it out. <laughs> check it out. Uh, so there you go. That is uh, that has been us. That has been almost cancelled. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV, guys. Uh, and I, I stumbled there before my my outro line for some reason, but. Have you got any vanilla?